and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today um, and thank you for your support all along uh, the way. Today we're going to talk about a California state in the U.S. has banned caste discrimination. Um, it, it is, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, but let's just say we're going to talk about the fake and disgusting hypocritical law passed by the California state, uh, not yet signed by into a bill, about caste discrimination. Something that is fabricated, indoctrinated, and, and um, sold as a Hindu concept for thousands of years. Um, and um, this, this concept is now attributed, appropriated to Hindus. Um, and so the California state thinks that they can change it by introducing a law. It was introduced by, guess who? An Afghan Muslim immigrant. Uh, she introduced it in San Diego, I think, and then it moved to the California state because they're Democrats, uh, a bunch of wokest. Um, of course, it's also passed in Toronto, Toronto of all the places, uh, Canada. Um, and today we're going to talk about that. Now, before we get into caste, I'm going to explain to you what this caste law is, okay? Um, because we're on, on the topic of because we're on the topic of uh, uh, of of the of the Chandrayaan Moon mission, um, we're going to talk about Nambi Narayan, okay? And I will explain that caste discrimination on the basis of Nambi Narayan. Uh, he was a scientist at Israel, Israel, born in nineteen forty one. In nineteen ninety four, he was wrongly accused of selling. Uh, state secrets, uh, Israel secrets to Pakistanis via some of Maldives uh, women. Um, and he was wrongly accused by the Kerala government. Uh, he spent time in jail. He finally managed to get bail. And then uh, later on, um, the central government got into it. And finally, he was, you know, acquitted. But it caused him so much of damage to his, um, it caused him so much damage to his reputation. Uh, he was one of the leading scientists, Mr. Um, Narayan, he was one of the leading scientists on, um, on a rocket mission, or should I say into, uh, what, what is it? He was 53 years old and he was, I'm just looking at this but over here, um, I can't get. It. He went. To, he was born in the state of Travancore, and he was, uh, he was always interested in flying objects. He went to Princeton University, studied over there, came back, and he worked on the Vikram Sarabhai, the founder of Israel, the first German Satish Davan, his successor Abdul Kalam, um, and he was, uh, um. And he says um, he was in 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 charge of developing 
um, he was a key figure in the project in developing homegrown Indian rockets, okay, because um, in a plan to developing, uh, Israel didn't have originally the plan to develop any rockets. They were going to use U.S. and French uh, to fly our payloads, but we, Israel never had the plan to develop their own rockets. So, Nambi Narayan decided to develop their own Indian rockets. And he worked as a scientist diligently until his life turned upside down in 1994. A month before his address, arrest, uh, the Kerala police arrested a Maldian woman and weeks later picked up her friend, another uh, bank worker from Mali. Um, and in, uh, inspired by the leaks, the local newspapers reported that the Maldivian uh, women were spies stealing Indian rocket secrets and selling them to Pakistan. Um, so he was falsely accused, Mr. Nambinarian, um, and he didn't know what the crime was. But it was such a horrendous horror um, that his wife had a nervous breakdown. He lost his, um, he lost his valor. He lost his... Uh, uh, well, he went back to work, but he went back to work at a desk job, not the scientist job that he was used to. He was in shock. He went through a lot of emotional trauma. His interrogators beat him up, handcuffed him, forced him to bed into the bed, forced him to stand and answer questions for 30 hours. This guy was 54 years old. They made him late, take lie detector test. Um... Mr. Narayan at that point told the police that rocket science secrets could not be transferred by paper because in those days there was no Google and stuff like that. In fact, the, India was still struggling to obtain psychogenic uh, technology. Um, in the end, Mr. Narayan spent 50 days in jail, uh, in captivity, and including a, nearly a month in prison. Um, and he was considered a traitor. People, crowds appeared at the court saying he was a traitor. He betrayed India. His name was spoiled. Um, his va valor was spoiled. His life was slowly, um, you know, um, uh, his, his life was slowly turned uh, upside down. Um, his honor was destroyed. And finally, and finally, in 1996, he was exonerated from, by the Central Bureau of Investigation. In 1998, the Supreme Court finally dismissed the Kerala government's appeal. In 2001, the Kerala government was ordered to pay compensation. In 2018, the Supreme Court orders investigation into the fabrication of the case. Um, in, like I said, in 1996, the CBI's final 104-page report exonerated all of them and said there was no evidence. Um, like I said, Mr. Narayan went back to work, uh, but in an administrative role in Bangalore. Okay. Uh, the thing is, what was this born of? It was a conspiracy. Was it a conspiracy by a rival space power um, to scuttle India's development of psychogenic rocket technology, which eventually became the backbone of the country's success in space? Did it have to do with its rivals who were nervous about India's forcing its way into the commercial satellite launch market in competitive prices? Or was it purely a product of corruption with India itself? It's a bit of both, okay? Um, 
So Mr. Narayan says, it was born out of conspiracy, but the conspirators were different from different motives and the victims were the same set of people. Whatever it is, he says, my career, honor, dignity and happiness were lost and all the people who were responsible for this are still scot-free. Uh, basically, if you know the history, uh, there are many scientists, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, 15 scientists in India who have been killed, okay, um, for no rhyme or reason and with no, um, with no knowledge, uh, uh, no one caught, um, and uh, they've all of a sudden killed, died in air crash, uh, died here, died there. Um, it was horrendous, and they were there to stop India's rise. Um, stop India getting the nuclear bombs, stop India going into space, stop India going forward, stop India uh, being a powerhouse that it should be, stop India from progressing and maintaining its poverty status. They wanted to do everything for India to maintain her poverty status, not rise above. Uh, because also remember the West and Arabia were part west was part, was an ally of pakistan and pakistan wanted to take over india but also didn't want india to rise up and the west did not want india to rise up and because of all of this they made very sure uh of course this is conspiracy they made sure that you know uh many scientists uh were killed um including dr victim sarabai he was killed uh, you know, we said the Vikram lander, the Vikram lander, but Vikram Sarabhai was killed. Uh, and I think I read an article saying that many years later, saying that the CIA admitted to being involved in his, in the plane crash, uh, whether it's true or not, um, I don't know, but I saw an article. Why are they so interested in destroying India? There has never been a country on the planet that they are so interested in, in either coming, taking over, and destroying. Um, until 200 years ago, 300 years ago, everyone wanted to come to India. Everyone. Why they were so interested in coming to India? One side, they were calling us caste, 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 caste. They came even, even um, they call us Dalit, caste, Dalit, caste, Dalit, caste. Uh, they even came to trade. Why would you trade with someone called Dalit and caste? I mean, if they're so bad, why did you want to do that? Because they didn't know anything about caste. There was no such thing as Dalit. Uh, this is a conspiracy and a propaganda to degrade and destroy and dishonor uh, uh, um, annihilate someone's civilization and to replace it with your own. Okay, This is exactly what they did with... Um, this is exactly what they did with um with the americas with north america south america this is exactly what they did they invaded they called them savages but they the 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 south americans were weak the north americans were weak so they gave in they were roaming with bows and arrows the only difference is we had a civilization and when you have a civilization you have knowledge when you have knowledge you're not going to bow down to these quacks but the Abrahamic groups could never, never uh, swallow it that there was a civilization 
who was far better than their I'm the truth, the way, the life, heaven and hell, God versus the devil, um, which produce no knowledge, which produce no um, I am, you know, basis for anything. They've been fighting in bloodshed all these years, produce no scientific uh, innovation except what they copied and translated from others. All their science is taken over, translated, copied from other civilizations and rebranded as their own. They've taken away the source. And here we go. And this is not just the West. This is the Islamic civilization also. They keep saying, oh, well, the Islamic civilization was this golden age, the golden age, the golden age. But look closely and you'll see everything that they've taken and invented comes from a previous civilization. And they just took it and rebranded it. And one of those civilizations they've taken and rebranded it was the Indian civilization. And not only that, they lied that it was their own. So now, how are they going to tell their people that all their inventions come from this one land called Hindustan? Or even the ancient Chinese? Or even the ancient and North Africans, the Berber? Um, how, who were ex- extremely intelligent group of people? And have contributed so much to science and innovation in the in the in the yesteryear, but that all their knowledge was taken over by other civilizations, other empires, and rebranded as their own. Um, you know, um, the the Berbers were the engine and the motor and the transmission of the way of the um, of the Roman civilization of. Uh, the Carthaginian civilization of uh, Roman uh, of many civilizations of North Africa, the Phoenicians, um, and all these were re- they were break broken into tribes, and each tribe allied with someone else, and as they allied, they they transferred their knowledge to these new groups, and finally um, realigned and and uh, you know. Uh, reinnovated themselves with these new alliances and became different groups of people and became part of different empires and that's how their knowledge was transferred similarly in india we uh, we gave our knowledge to uh, students far and wide all over the world we also gave us our knowledge to um we gave our knowledge to the persians we gave our knowledge to the uh, the Mughals, we gave our knowledge to everyone, to the Romans, to the Chinese. Everyone had our knowledge, because knowledge was the most important thing in those in those ages, and transferring and sharing your knowledge was so important. But in came the the barbaric Mughals, the Turkish, the Turks. In came the the barbaric uh, Christian civilization, and they not only did not they not only took they butchered and they readapted a new civilization, their own civilization, their foreign civilization on our land. And and they tried to reappropriate our knowledge as their own and they left us their dirty laundry trying to tell us that th- their dirty laundry is actually ours. So they misappropriated their filth, their ignorance, their knowledge to our civilization and took what was the most important for us, appropriated to themselves and said, oh no, we've got so much of knowledge. And so they have not wanted India to rise up forever and ever and ever. Because if India rises up, they will 
you know, exactly what I'm saying will happen. People say, I'm sorry, this is our civilization. That's our civilization. That's our knowledge. Those lies you're telling, I'm sorry, that's a lie. It belongs, the, the civilization belongs to us. Everything that they have achieved, every, every dot of science, 90% of it will have come from an Indian source. Now, it's not a problem. We have, India has never had a problem sharing their knowledge with anyone. We don't have a problem. You want knowledge? Take. You want, to, you want, to, you want us to share your knowledge, our knowledge? Sure, go ahead. But at one point, you cannot say that it's yours. Uh, you cannot appropriate it to you and tell us that we are caste. And this is why they need to divide us. As India goes up, as India becomes stronger, as India rises from a third world country to a first world nation, they cannot swallow it because this kufar civilization, this ignorant civilization, apparently, this civilization of cows and snake charmers and elephants, um, is now a civilization um, that they have spat on for so long. And now they're telling us, and, and, and they cannot for themselves see that it's, it's getting better. So they have to spread propaganda. Uh, and th this is a huge propaganda machine that has been going on for 500 years with the Christian civilization and longer than that, 1300 years for the Arabic civilization to tell them, to say that caste is caste is Hindu, and it's gone on for thousands of years, thousands, thousands of years. It's never gone on for thousands of years. No discrimination happens on caste. Discrimination happens when you're weak, and you're weak because you do not have any money. That's the only reason why discrimination happens. And it happens everywhere in all societies when people are weak and the people are weak because they do not have any economics. It happens in, in Europe. It happens in Africa, in, in South America. There's no discrimination. How come that's not caste? How come the caste is only Hindu? Because caste is Latin and they cannot tell themselves the truth. They, they have spread a propaganda of caste only to degrade and destroy the Hindic civilization. And they cannot destroy Narendra Modi. So they have to drive a wedge. They have to tell a lie. They have to uh, degrade. They have to destroy. They have to detonate. They have to, uh, they have to uh, annihilate. And how do they do it? Through lies to misappropriation. And that is why if you read the articles, there's a Reuters articles, there's BBC articles, there is articles from all over. And this, this caste discrimination, this law of caste discrimination in California is run by, um, uh, guess what? Um, an Afghan Muslim. An immigrant, an Afghan Muslim. Now, Afghanistan is being held. It has been destroyed by Pakistan and the United States. It destroyed this country. But she still goes to this country, the same country who destroyed her, pretends that she's an all-American now. I'm not even going to take her name. This, this, uh, um, this uh, sen not senator, but uh, someone who works, I think she's a senator, who bought in the law in, in, in the San Diego uh, Municipal Council, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she, she's an, um, the person who bought in this law was an Afghan, an Afghan immigrant, a refugee. Okay, now, she's gone through a harrowed life 
she's uh, traumatized, okay? But instead of taking her responsibility in healing, she's joined this Islamic movement, and now she is a promoter of, of Islamic, uh, you know, Islamic uh, um, agendas. And what is the Islamic agenda? They do not like Narendra Modi. Why? Because Narendra Modi is rising up the status quo, taking India higher, empowering India, giving economics to India, empowering them financially, um, improving their civilization. And if India rises up, then the lies that they have told these Islamic civilizations, these... Um, the civilization of um, of uh, the Muslim Brotherhood uh, and all that that they have misappropriated to themselves instead of telling the truth of where the source comes from will come out. Their goal of re-establishing the Islamic empires on Indian soil is disappearing. And so they have to run their propaganda. On the other side, you have the church, whose only goal is to convert the Indian subcontinent to Christian. So this is a proxy war going on between, between the Christians and the Muslims on the Indian subcontinent to resurrect the Indian uh, state as either Christian or as either um, Islamic. And this war, this proxy war, is controlled in the United States of America. So how do they drive this war? How do they drive a war to resurrect the Indian state into, um, into a civilization, an Abrahamic civilization? Because they believe that their goal, Abrahamic's goal, is to destroy and, and, and annihilate anyone who does not submit to their supremacy. Their supremacy means they are above the others they are everyone else is below them and that is a pyramid the pyramid has to start on the top with abrahamic uh, groups that means the christians will say the christians are on the top everyone else is below the muslims will say well the islamic uh, civilization will say only the muslims on the top the kufars are below so this is the this is their face this is the pyramid system where they believe this is their caste system through lineage. The caste system is actually an Abrahamic concept because it's a flatter. The caste system is about the pyramid, a pyramid where only people who belong who, uh, to their affiliation, their point of view, their, their image, their ideology, only they are going to heaven, only they can be on the top and everyone else has to be below. This pyramid system is typically Abrahamic because Abrahamic ideologies are supremacist ideologies in its DNA. Vedic ideologies, Dharmic ideologies are cyclic. There is no pyramid. There's no pyramid at all. So what are you talking about? We're always in constant motion. There's always currents and waves. We're going up and we're going down. And that's why you have, uh, you have capitalism. Capitalism, but capitalism is what trickle-down economics. And trickle-down economics happens when you're cyclic. You go down and you come up. There is no pyramid system. So what is this uh, institutionalized, state-sponsored um, caste system that's a pyramid? Whose idea was that? It is their Abraham idea but they cannot and cannot tell you they appropriate egalitarianism to them after spending 3,000 years with slavery complete and utter slavery and they're trying to appropriate a caste system that discrimination mm. to someone else 
when you point the fingers at someone else, what, you, what you're showing me? You're showing me that the three fingers point back at you. If you're pointing two fingers at someone, the three fingers point back at you 100%. So how, how on earth do you have the guts and the gall to lie? They cannot, they have no guts talking about their, their slavery. They have no guts talking about discrimination that they have, they have appropriated for 3,000 years. They have no guts to talk about all of that. They do not have guts to talk about their indented slavery, indented servants. They do not have guts to say about the rape, the sex slavery. They, oh, they, oh, we are religion of peace. They're, we are religion of peace. You're Islamophobic. We are peace and love. You're disgusting. You're Kufar. So Kufar, that's calling people names. Kufar, Najas, Kufar, Najas. Giving yourself moral authority to look down on people and call them names. It's not discrimination. How come you don't have the guts to talk about that? But no, you want to decide... You want to define a caste system on someone else that has nothing to do, has no place, there's not one word? Why? And that also because you are, what have you got to do with caste when you are, when you are, when you are Muslim, you're, you're bringing a caste law that has nothing to do with you. After all, look at your own, uh, uh, look at your own. Afghanistan. Look at your own uh, country, which is discriminated, which is divided, which is in a war zone. The women have no rights. No one has any rights. People are poor. Why don't you look at that? But no, this Afghan immigrant in the United States, who comes from a country with India's health, is run and assisted by the Muslim Brotherhood. And their goal is to destroy Narmoni, destroy the Indian ethos, destroy the Indian ecosystem, finish the work of the Mughal Empire and resurrect the Indian state as an Abrahamic um, empire, as an Abrahamic land. So this proxy war of the Christians and the Muslims that are going on in India, the two have joined together to destroy the Indian civilization, to divide us, to take us off from our roots, fill that void with Abrahamic ignorance, and then lead us down the tubes of drugs, with, um, with drugs, with war, with genocide, just like happened in the Northeast in Manipur. This is a triangle, a drug triangle that has been led by the Christian churches. The Christian churches are leading that drug tri triangle. Their churches are feudal uh, stations run with drug lords and AK-47 rifles. And the other side, they're trying to talk about caste discrimination. They've got discrimination galore. They they've been fighting for 2,000 years. That's not discrimination. They've been raping people for 2,000 years. They've taken away land for 2,000 years. They've stolen land. They have forced people into starvation. They have killed people. That's not discrimination. How come you decide of, for point fingers at others for discrimination and you can't decide, you cannot save your own discrimination? You can't save yourself from the drugs, the, 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 the poverty, the um, sex slavery. Oh, because no, they are egalitarian. They have one God. And, and, and of course, the Hindus have multiple thousands of gods.
so they have proper they have spread this propaganda this propaganda of caste is there to divide you that's all it is it's run by the christian churches and the missionaries and the islamic militia who cannot even look after their own people their people are dying of food dying of hunger their people don't have schools their people do not have homes Look at Pakistan, look at Africa, no money, but they have invested in destroying other people's civilization to their benefit. They can't, their, their main goal in life is to destroy the Kufar. Doesn't matter what, you know, doesn't matter if they are, um, they are still dying themselves. Doesn't matter if they cannot look after themselves, they have to destroy the Kufar because their main goal in life at the end of the day, it's not God. The, the main goal of life is to destroy every single kufar, every single pagan, and appropriate all their civilization to themselves. So they spread this propaganda of caste. And that's why, my dear friends, in California, there's a law that's passed, the anti-caste law. It's not because Hindus uh, have caste. It's not because Hindus discriminate. It's not because Hindus... Um, uh, are discriminatory people because Hinduism is discriminate. There's no such thing as Hinduism. It's Sanatan Dharma. That means your duty to understand and balance the mechanics behind who you are. That has nothing to do with labels. There's no such thing as labels. But you have a propaganda warfare run by the same pedophiles, the slave, slave artists, who are still in, in the midst of enslaving you in their propaganda, in their false propaganda, in their fake propaganda, to make you slaves of their empires, because their colonialism is not over. Their empires are not dead, but their divine departments are open for business, and they need your human capital to resurrect their empires? The answer is no. Caste is a Roman Catholic. Caste is Latin. It is not Hindi. And that's why they came to the Indian subcontinent to do only one thing. Steal, take away and appropriate all the knowledge to their civilization by leaving the Indians high, dry, and poor. And that is going on today in the name of caste and fake anti-caste laws, fake, fake directives uh, by the Muslim Brotherhood, by the California Democrats, uh, San Diego Democrats, and, Dem and, and people all over the world. But once you have knowledge, once you have knowledge, there's nothing that they can do about it. So go get yourself in some knowledge. Heal, heal, go get yourself some knowledge and have the courage to say that caste is Latin, taken and run by the Roman Catholic empires all over the world. It is not Hindi, it has never been Hindi and it's used by filthy pedophile Roman Catholic priests and Christian uh, missionaries to divide and rule and destroy the Indian civilization. No means no. It will not go on. We will stand up. We will have that conversation and we will tell them that caste is Latin Roman Catholic. They can take their filth back and they can swallow it if they want, but it's not us. Thank you very much. Stay safe. 
Cheers, until we meet again.